0: Some 220 years ago, a farmer left her community to put down roots in the foothills. Today, no one knows why, though she must have had her reasons. And 220 years ago, the foothills weren't the place they are today. So it made sense to start a life there. It made enough sense that many other people did the same thing. And soon enough, there was a village. And that is how Dunbarrow came to be. It's not an exceptional story. Many small farming communities probably tell nearly identical stories. But the measure of a community isn't found in how it was established. It's about who came after. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, King Cat, and I... Hi. Thank you Kirsten. Hi. Kirsten's here. I am. I am present. How are you doing, mm-hmm. champ? I I have arrived. has arrived. Nick is here. Hello, I'm here too. What is it like being Nick?
1: Uh working kind of hard today, but other than that, can't complain. Kathleen is here.
0: I'm here. What is it like being Kathleen? You know it's pretty
2: good
3: tonight. It's pretty good tonight.
0: And for this very special arc, we have a very special guest. Dylan is here.
2: oh hello i am I am how you doing? uh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm perpetually tired, but i'm am, I am present and ready to play game. Perfect. Ain't that a mood?
4: <laughs> we are excited to have you.
0: All righty. Okie-a-dokie. So previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party came upon the village of Dunbarrow, a village in the foothills surrounding the Last Tooth, which is under the protection of a noble demon called the Ambassador in Pearl. She protects the place because she has an obsession with purity. So any horrors or other threats that come to the area are quickly destroyed by her pearly javelins. And we were introduced to Theo, an arcanist who resides at Dunbarrow's Monastery, which is primarily dedicated to preserving good relations with the ambassador. After a dinner which was perfectly fine and didn't make anyone uncomfortable, the party found one of the ambassador's lesser daemons, corrupted by some outside force. Theo perceived what looked like a dark, shadowy serpent wrapped around it a shadow that trailed all the way to another larger shape in the distance. Before they could figure out any more about what was going on, the ambassador herself showed up and skewered her own daemon, destroying it. And that is where we left off.
2: Oh, boy.
1: Well. Uh. I think Cobb has one arm, like, sort of in front of, you know, sort of the holding back... Penelope and and Tissa is sort of like, let's stay back, everybody. You know, like you would for a kid. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Well, Tissa
3: doesn't need the encouragement, but I think that it is appreciated as she is definitely, like, doing the backing off, making yourself small kind of body language.
2: Hmm. Theo casts a glance over his shoulder at the ambassador audibly tisks and then steps forward and grabs the javelin and pulls it from the disintegrating corpse of the lesser daemon and then begins a f- quite quick uh, jog in the direction of the shape that he saw in the distance.
4: Oh, where where are you headed?
2: To do my job.
4: All right, um, I'm coming with, if that's okay.
2: Oh, we're into this already.
1: All right, come on, everybody.
4: The
0: ambassador regards you all coldly. There is no change in expression on her face and she doesn't stop you. She lets you take off into the
1: surrounding forest. Wonderful. Cobb is going to make a quick jog back to the inn and just kind of ask the innkeeper, hey, can you keep an eye out for, you know, and then points over to Sot. Can you keep an eye out for him? There's business has come up. We'll be back before morning okay
0: he's just kind of sitting at the table he's got his little hands on what's left of the ale
1: it's fine he's a sailor now it's fine
4: <laughs> and Cobb will
1: kind of turn to Sot. business has come up are you going to be okay here? I can all right well you've got it if you need it and Cobb will sort of point to his old sword we'll be back before up aye sir Oh, and uh, and if you need a little bit of extra pie, go ahead and treat yourself. Aye, sir. Thank you. So, uh, hey,
0: Nick. Yes, Cap. Please roll me daring athletics, or else I'm going to separate you from the party because they're moving and you are going back.
1: All right, Cobb is going to try and catch up. He is good at daring athletics, at least. He's he's a very fast runner. If you fail this, Clara will laugh at you
0: from all the way in Rangad. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't have that now, can we? Clear across
3: the continent.
0: Clear across the continent, you'll be
1: mocked. Well, so I didn't fail. Okay. But all three of the successes were edge successes.
4: (laughs) Hmm. That's like snake eyes plus another snake. Yep. Okay.
0: I'm just going to be completely upfront here. I was planning on doing something very mean.
1: <laughs> if you keep the edge successes, I'm doing it to you. Cobb can't be made fun of by Clara. Like, that would be mortifying. So I think he'll take Cat <laughs> being mean in other ways. <laughs> okay.
0: So, uh, Theo, as you are running through the forest toward what you observed, mm-hmm. you very quickly see just a huge dumpus of a pirate just barreling up behind you. And he pretty quickly catches up.
2: Oh, um, all right. Uh, I, I don't think Theo is going to be too perturbed by this as he's a little focused at the moment, but uh, takes note and I think kind of casts like a, a worrisome glance over his shoulder not necessarily expecting anyone to have followed.
3: And instead, he has three followers.
1: Three followers. Um. Sorry sorry it took me a bit. I had to go make sure that Mr. Sot was going to be okay.
4: That's good.
2: All of you are here. Wait, why are are all of you here? Mm. Uh, we do this.
3: I was curious.
0: Do you just do things?
3: Excuse me, four followers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Gideon gives a little wave. Just, I was curious.
1: Hey. Oh
2: no. <laughs> um. Okay then.
1: That's okay. We've dealt with Greater demons before. Just make sure Penelope that you let somebody else do the talking. Well, we should be fine. Uh.
4: Uh. Okay. Fair. Fair enough.
3: Now this one seems to know what what is going on. So um. Yes. Yeah, so we're following now. Um, we want
2: to help. This is what you're supposed to do.
3: Mm.
2: Um... I suppose? That's never really been my personal rule of thumb, but I, I guess. Mm. The The crew has to look out for each other. Well, uh, very well. Uh, assistance appreciated, uh, provided you can handle yourselves. Um, no necessary, um... It's not necessarily guaranteed that what we're dealing with is another Greater Daemon, though, so I would be wary going forward. You can't handle yourselves in a fight, right? Obviously, big one, you can, I assume. I'd like to think so.
4: Mm, I think we're okay, yeah.
2: Good, just being sure.
3: The swarm didn't kill any of us Um. Um. the other time, so I think
0: we're okay.
4: We did make it out of the north. Yeah, Getty and <laughs> curtsies. I
0: can handle lots of people, not just myself.
4: <laughs>
2: Very well. Well, all right then. Um, Having like, broken out into the... You said it was, like, a forest, right? That the shadows yeah. receded into, right? It's
0: not as dense as the forest that, like, Penelope's used to, but it's definitely
2: real dark. Okay. I think Theo's going to make a point of calling his familiar Ira and tell her to, to run ahead of him and produce light with the flames from her mouth. To sort of yeah. dimly illuminate the area directly in front of him.
0: Yeah. So you see that the forest is lit from below by this dim, pure white light. And you advance through the forest a ways until the lamplight of Dunbarrow can still be seen twinkling through the trees at a distance. Faintly, if you look backward, you can see... A white halo wandering the
2: forest. Well, at least she's easy to keep track of. Behind us? Oh, I wasn't expecting her to keep pursuing. Well, I suppose that could be good.
0: Not moving particularly quickly. Oh. But you have
2: never seen her move quickly. I suppose urgency isn't necessarily one of her traits. Not really her style. Um, what did you see? Uh, well, definitely not anything nice. Mm. Mean, I would even say. Something dark. Eyes, really, is about the gist of it. Serpent-like was more the shape of what I saw coiled around the daemon, but... Not something I'm personally familiar with, at least not at a glance. If it's contorting or changing the lesser demons, then... It's concerning, at the very least. Yeah. If it's enough to get her up and moving and walking about, something to be worried about.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't like the sound of big evil ghost snake. Abs description, yes.
4: She, she doesn't know how to get it out of her own lesser demons, it looks like, as she just takes them out. Perhaps it's fixable, though, what happens to them?
2: Fixable. I'm quite frankly not concerned with fixable as much as just resolving the source of the problem. Mm. She's decisive, and I can appreciate that. The problem is there, she fixes it. It's all well and good. It's just if the source of the problem continues, I don't want her temperament towards this well, to our settlement being uh, potentially changed by it, so best to find the source and make sure that it's taken care of either by her hands or ours.
0: I would like everyone to make me some sensitivity rolls. Please, as usual, take your pick of skills. Okay.
3: One success and one edge success on sensitivity tracking.
4: Okay. I think Penelope's going to take sensitivity survival.
2: Okay. I'm going to do sensitivity focus. Okay. I think Cobb will also do sensitivity focus
1: because he's looking for big evil ghost snake. He's looking for a big <laughs> evil ghost snake.
4: Um, I got one success and one edge. Okay.
1: No, Cobb rolled really well. He got two successes and one edge success. Okay. I have one success. <laughs> okay.
0: So I'm going to tell you some things. Kirsten. This is a path that someone or something has taken before. Oh. Might be a deer path, might be a people path. This is a path. Okay. Kathleen, Tissa notices what looks to be a human footprint. Mm. Large one, long. Mm. Um, Theo, what Theo notices is an unusual warmth. There is an unusual heat that washes over this area. Hmm. Uh, you step between two trees and it is as if you are stepping into a heated room. Okay. Cobb notices the same thing. Cobb notices two other things. One of them is a hissing sound, like a log when it first comes alight. The other thing Cobb notices is that there is, in fact, a snake nearby. A large one, probably about the size of his arm. It is pitch black, and it is watching from the undergrowth, not far from him.
1: Oh, hey, hey, everybody. Hold up a second. Mm. Mm? Look over there. I think it's watching us. And Cobb points to the snake.
4: Oh, what, what, watching us?
1: I don't know if it's watching us or if it, it looks like it is. I feel like it is. And Cobb glares at the snake. It glares back. See? See, it glared at me. Uh, You're
3: not supposed to eye contact. That's um, one uh, success on understanding spirits.
0: hmm Yeah, now that you can see it, you can see a faint sort of intelligence in its eyes. Not like a person per se, but definitely not a horror. Also, it would have jumped you already if it was a horror.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, uh, it, yeah, it is looking at you. Um, oh, there's also a footprint, but that seems less important right now.
1: A footprint? We'll have to take a look at that, too.
3: It was back there, but it's looking at you, actually, though. Hmm, I wonder how
4: long it's been following us.
1: I don't know if it's been following us. We might have just stumbled upon it, but it's... Not aggressive at the moment, so. Yeah, I see you over there, Snake. What are the
0: magic pieces here? Spell pieces are still quiet, haunting, fire, and hunter.
5: Hmm.
4: I'm gonna do something bad. No. That's what I always do. I know. <laughs> I was a fool. <laughs>
0: What are your horrible plans, Kirsten?
4: Uh, oh, shoot. I don't know if I can... Still, quiet, haunting, hunter. Oh, no,
0: still is not one of the words. I'm saying that these words have been unchanged since last time. Oh,
4: oh, okay.
0: These are still the words. Still is a good word, though. It is a good word. Mm-hmm. I think I've used it
4: before. Uh, Uh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. I thought I might be able to, like, try something, but... No, it's okay. Yeah, I got nothing. It's all right.
1: In that case, then Cobb is going to, while still like staring at the snake, kind of like slowly back over to where Tissa saw the footprint just to take a look at it. It's uh, longer than your own. Not quite as broad. Oh, yeah, it was big. There's certainly a very large person out here then. Is it like a just a foot footprint or is it like a boot? It looks like a boot print. Cobb just, while sort of like hunched over looking at the boot print, Theo,
2: do you know of anybody around here who is especially tall? Uh, I mean, I know one in particular, but I don't think that's what you're referring to.
1: I'm just curious as to, uh, a person who would make a footprint like this would most likely
2: be very easily recognizable. Uh, that's a good question. I, so, do I know anyone of, of particular note as far as being tall? Also, I'd like to command Ira to watch the snake.
0: Yeah, Roger. She doesn't like it, by the way. I don't know. Did you, you you said she right? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like it. She does not like this snake.
2: I I figured as much. Yeah. She's just real put off
4: by it. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna try sensitivity tracking to see okay. if there's any other nearby. Uh, one success, three edge successes.
0: Uh, Kirsten, if you keep the edge successes, you will be the one who finds the thing. Uh, uh,
4: <laughs> that sounds not ominous. Currently, Cobb is
3: the one that the thing happens to.
0: This is, yeah, but that was for three edge successes. So three edge successes is the going rate.
4: Okay, so that would give me, so I have one success and then the other three, that would be four successes. You know what? Penelope is going to go for it. Penelope doesn't wait for nobody.
0: Okay. Penelope wanders through the undergrowth and soon enough sees another bootprint far away from the first. Oh. And another one. Whoever this is, they have a long stride. Very long. And soon enough, Penelope comes to a small clearing. Only about the size of a small apartment. Not large. There is a gray rock on the opposite side of this clearing from where you emerge. The trees cast long shadows. You can faintly see the white light from Theo's familiar. And you see a person sitting on that rock. Oh. You would assume. He is dressed in just full-on Renaissance finery. The large sleeves made of rich material. All of it black and red. There is a long cape made of twisted shapes that disappears into the shadows behind him. And he has long, thin legs that are pulled up in front of him. And he watches you from the boulder.
4: Uh Oh, hi. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you.
5: What did you mean to do, exactly? Uh... And he stands
0: and eases himself <laughs> off the boulder. He's easily the ambassador's height, if not taller.
4: <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure what we mean to do. We're, we're just here trying to help. Ah. Uh, we're just visitors. Oh. Just visitors. Yeah. Not from mm. these parts. I see. How about you?
5: You wouldn't happen to be the kind of visitor people take seriously, would you? The kind that they listen to in awe and gather around?
4: (laughs) Uh, no. People tend to prefer… when my stories are short. Mmm. Mmm. But sometimes my younger siblings like my stories.
5: Oh, do they?
4: Mm -hmm. Sometimes.
5: I see. That makes sense. When you are older and stronger,
4: they look up to you. Um yeah, I I'd say they do. Well, I do miss them.
0: He crouches slightly.
5: <laughs> that is the way of the old and the strong.
4: I I mean my my parents told me, you know, I have to have to look after them, right? So it's kind of been my. what I've done before I left home. I see. So who are you trying to help alone
5: in the woods, may I ask?
4: Um. I'm not sure what they're called. They're. they're animals, but not animals. They're like. spirit animals. Spiritual animals? Something like that.
0: Any. He takes another step forward and his cloak drapes down off the rock he was sitting on. And you can see now that it is made of a writhing mess of snakes. All of them pitch black with a dusting of ash on their heads. This isn't ominous at all. (laughs) Penelope doesn't say that. (laughs) Penelope doesn't...
5: Nope. I think I know what you mean by that.
4: I mean, I'm sure you probably do. It seems like you're quite comfortable in this area. You've been here a while? No. Huh.
5: No, I too am a visitor.
4: Oh.
5: One no one pays any mind
4: to. Ah, okay. You're more of an observer then?
5: Alas, yes.
4: Hmm. Um, what are the, the, the... Are the words the same here?
0: The word corrupt has been added. Oh. Ha, <laughs>
4: ha, Yay. Um, Penelope sits down. And she does... On a small area of the clearing, she... She uses encouraging fire make a small campfire and it's like sit tell me your story if you would like
0: the rest of the party sees the orange glow of a campfire through the trees
3: well that's too bad i was so really hoping i would get to cast finding hunter
0: (laughs) (laughs) you can absolutely look it's been a while you can absolutely do it (laughs) Well,
3: I mean, I've said it out loud. I don't know if that's the important part or not.
0: Let's go back. Let's go back. (laughs) Right now, um, Theo's familiar is watching this black serpent. Its eyes are amber and vicious and fixed now on the party. And Penelope has wandered off while the party was
2: examining this footprint.
3: Well, Tissa was watching the snake, but yeah.
2: Yeah. And Thea was only, like, humoring Cobb's questions and trying not to, like, be too distracted from the, the matter at hand um, and has been sort of keeping, a, you know, out of the corner of his eye watching this, the snake as well. Tissa gets
3: two much successes and one success on Sensitivity Humanity. Does she notice that... Penelope has left.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird um, quiet. It's weirdly quiet.
4: <laughs> it's like when a toddler is, like, quiet. Like, oh, no.
3: Um, where's Red?
2: Where is the Oh, dear. This happen often.
3: <sighs> uh, um, it's me normally, I think. It is normally you. It is normally me.
2: Good to know. Glad we've established it. Uh, Theo takes the javelin and digs it into the earth, like walks in front of Ira and plants it between her and the serpent and just says under his breath, watch out, and then begins walking off in the direction that they were headed originally.
1: Cobb kind of stands up and looks around. Ah, where did she get off to? Um, we don't know how safe it is out here. I don't want her getting into trouble. I have a sneaking suspicion it may be a little late for that.
3: The snake's not a horror, but, um, it's not a snake, so that really only leaves one other option.
2: I would say the safety of this place is not very high, so finding your friend might be worth uh, picking up the pace on.
0: Hmm. I think this is about the point where we do start seeing the red-orange light of a plain old normal fire.
2: Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Well, it
1: gives us a direction. Let's go, everybody.
3: This is going to cast Finding Hunter anyway for one scatter.
0: Oh, yeah. One scatter will let you know that that light is absolutely a beacon toward Penelope Hunter.
3: Okay. And let's have my first little bit of blurry clarity.
0: Okay. Let's see, what's a thing about this scene I can let you know about? Oh, here's something I can tell you. You're absolutely not going to be a target. Oh. Interesting. Yes. You are absolutely not about to be targeted. (laughs) Okay, then. Kirsten. Yes? The fellow in front of you sits by the fire with you. In the light of the fire, you can see that his skin is perpetually, kind of, pieces of him are flaking off and dissolving into the air like embers. Hmm. Like ash. He'll move and lose pieces of himself to the air.
5: Huh. So has anyone asked you to help the animals that aren't animals? And at this, he reaches
0: back and one of the serpents from his cloak rears up under his hand and he kind of strokes its ashy little head.
4: Oh, what a nice, uh, what a nice snake. Um, we, we, we were just passing through. Um, it just happened to find out that they needed help and we weren't really asked per se. We just kind of do things. Hmm. Ah. Mm. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm.
5: Well, that's what things are like in the foothills. One wanders until one finds their place, I suppose.
0: At this, the party comes to see Penelope sitting at the campfire with a massively tall figure wearing a cloak made of snakes. (laughs) He is richly dressed... And he weirdly seems to be on fire a little bit. And as you enter the clearing, the snakes in his cloak all turn to look at you with
2: a little constellation of amber eyes. Theo once again audibly clicks his tongue. <laughs> I think we may have found what you're looking for, Theo. Appears that way, unfortunately.
4: Ah, hey everyone, says Penelope. Hi, Penelope. I didn't catch your name, she turns to the figure that's sitting by the campfire. I am called the Ash Duke. Everyone, this is the Ash Duke.
2: Oh, man. Oh, boy.
5: Charmed to meet your acquaintance, sir. A pleasure. You are uh, visitors here, yes? Yes.
3: Disappointedly doesn't say anything.
5: (laughs) Yes, your friend told me. Hmm. Hmm come here to help yes and he has a broad
2: smile teeth have a peculiar glow to them the steps us forward not quite them maybe not myself oh I believe you're trespassing a bit
5: hmm yes I did have that impression she's not
4: very
2: hospitable no certainly isn't
4: Me, says Penelope?
2: No. No, 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 no.
4: Huh.
5: The erstwhile owner of this place. Oh.
1: Is she an acquaintance of yours? We're
5: all acquainted, a little.
2: Then you're... aware of her... temperament, and... Yes. Presumably, her feelings towards your presence here, and what you've been doing in your time here. Oh, yes.
5: Yes, I am. Yes, very well. You've been here a long time, Hmm?
2: Yes, I have.
5: Mm. Why does that garb look familiar? Why does that look
0: familiar? And he taps his cheek idly with a
2: long, thin finger. Theo grips his glaive tightly and sets it firmly into the ground in front of him.
5: Mm, it will come to me. It will come to
2: me. She will too, I believe.
5: Yes. She very well might.
2: Might might be a bit soft.
5: Hmm.
0: Perhaps. Can I get sensitivity spirits rolls from everybody?
4: Sure thing. Straight sensitivity coming right up.
1: Yep, got that too.
3: I am going to activate my key of compulsion because Tissa always tends to be real, real on edge when there's a lot of magic about or when there's demonic presence about.
0: Yeah, Since we're kind of taking a blank slate approach to season two, when you activate your key, what that means is you use one of the five words that motivates your character. You mark it off for the rest of the arc, and you get an extra two dice on the roll.
3: And with those extra two dice, I have three successes
4: and an edge success. Ooh. Uh, Penelope gets two fours. Wah-wah. Bob got
2: uh, one success and one edge success. Okay. So, this is what, what I was gonna say is I was gonna activate my key of authority.
0: <laughs> nice, ah, mm. great. Please do.
2: Are you make? Are you making a roll other than sensitivity spirits right now? Um. Yeah, I I would like to. I'd like to. Um, Oh, man, what's the the right thing I'd like to do here? Um, oh, no, that's bad, though. Hold on. Um, I need to think. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting... No, it's all that's right. Fine. No, it's... No, I love bad things.
0: That's, that's why curses here.
4: <laughs> that's why I get away with the things I do.
0: <sighs> I love how I was able to directly threaten, like, I'm going to put you in a situation to talk with a demon, and you took it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So,
2: on sensitivity spirits, I have two successes and an edge success. Okay. Very good. And then, if this makes sense, I'm going to do daring language.
0: Okay. Daring language plus authority?
2: Yes. Because I'm talking way above my pay grade here. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's very good. I like it. Oh, that's two successes and two edge successes.
0: Hey. Nice. Hey, now. Not at all.
2: I'll have to take your authority on it considering I'm still learning. <laughs>
0: oh, no, very good. But it is devil time for cat. I love demons and I love devils and I love being a devil and doing devil bargains.
4: I'm I'm just going to say right now, I am terrified of <laughs> like <laughs> I, just, I like Penelope's just like okay, but like me myself legit. <laughs> The, this demon sounds terrifying. <laughs> like the-
0: how how easily Penelope is getting along with this demon is hilarious to me. <laughs> like this demon is Penelope's new best friend.
4: <laughs> Here, tell me your story. Come sit. Okay, so. Uh,
0: I'm not going to ask for any edge successes on the sensitivity roll. I'm going to tell you that the snakes have kind of begun to move around Theo. They're watching Theo quite closely. Uh, Everyone who got at least one success figures that part out. As for the daring language, as the GM, I'm going to let you... No, you know what? I'm going to do the worst kind of bargain that I can do, which is to say, if you keep the extra two, you will impress the duke.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> oh no. That's a that's a good one. You know what? I'm the guest. If my character dies, who cares? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> we care. We like Theo. <laughs> Uh, I'll keep the successes. You know what? Okay. Go home. Theo is living his truth. He's following the tenets of his teachings, which don't necessarily include bluffing through your ass to a noble demon. But you know what? It happens. It happens. Sometimes you got to improvise. Honestly, you've
3: probably bluffed a noble demon before. Not this one. Yeah, That might have happened on your
0: pilgrimage. Yeah, it's possible. Can you break us off a piece of that, please?
2: Uh, yeah, um... Okay, I don't know if I made myself perfectly clear here, but the immediacy with which she will be present is something I need to re-clarify for you, perhaps. I don't mean some point in time, I mean post-haste, at my heels, in fact.
5: Oh, I do now recognize I knew I recognized it from somewhere. And the Duke stands
0: and you can see how tall and stretched out his form is. And he takes a step toward you and he says:
5: “The monastery. That's where I saw it before. Forgive me for forgetting. No, you're quite right. She will be here any moment.
0: And, uh, you feel a sharp pain in your ankle. And you look down to see one of the lesser daemons latched onto you.
3: I guess I should have actually preempted it if I wanted to preempt
0: it, huh? I mean, tell you what. Anybody who rolled more than one success on uh, sensitivity spirits... Can tell me something that they do before Theo talks to the Duke. Anybody who noticed that they were closing in.
3: Well, what I want Tissa to do is as Theo is talking and as the Duke stands up, her getting very, very nervous. And I would like to cast potentially, um, how do you feel about a haunting respite that Tissa kind of, taps in a little bit to Theo's connection to the ambassador to try to fend off a little bit the oncoming attack at the risk of now being a target herself. Okay.
1: I was going to say, Cobb would, if he noticed the snakes, would probably... Oh, no, Cobble... Cobble does not notice the snakes. I, I don't think you rolled good. I did only roll one success.
0: And also, don't worry, Cobble's safe from the Duke. Hmm. Don't worry, Nick. Cobble safe from Duke. That's not how Cobb rolls. We're playing hot edge success. You are absolutely playing hot edge success. I'm having a ball with it. (laughs) There is a flare of white light as Tissa casts this spell. The same pearlescent white as the ambassador and her javelins. It does drive the snakes away. But... The duke stands and advances a little. And he has to stoop a little to look Theo in the face. And he says, You haven't asked me what I
2: want. That's terrible manners. I always thought it was quite the opposite.
5: Mm, maybe. Maybe. What I want, perhaps you can help me with. You see, in this dreadful place, I haven't got a shred of authority. Not even a little. She can't lend me any... any- Waves his hand toward Penelope. <laughs> hasn't got any despair. <laughs> but you might. The monastery just might.
2: You think far too
5: highly of me. Mm. I'll take what I can get. It. Baby steps. Baby steps. Christ on a bike.
4: I have I have a really, really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, good. Oh, before, before we hear Penelope's really bad idea, how much scatter should I mark?
0: Five. Cool. We spent a moment on it, but stopping me from my plans is going to cast you a bunch of scatter.
3: No, that's totally legit, and that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tissa put a lot of energy into this, and so she is kind of, like, zoning out, thinking about magic while this is going on, so you can paint me a cool word picture after everyone else does things.
0: Okay. As Tissa is zoning out, and the world is growing blurry and confusing, and you see a kaleidoscope of meaning everywhere, you see dark smears on everything the Duke has touched. Smears that are probably not visible to the naked eye, but you can tell that they are there.
4: Kirsten, you said you were going to do something horrible. Hey, I have a really horrible plan, so... Okay. (laughs) I was thinking of the words encouraging hunter, but hunter as in Penelope's last name. Dumping a bunch of scatter, making herself super encouraging, like pep talk style, (laughs) and saying this to the demon... Authority is much better when it's something that people willingly want to give. (laughs) And after she says this, she tells the story about the Almost Queen and her noble knight, Rad, And um, tries her best to be the most encouraging and connect to this demon.
0: Okay. If you spend... Two scatter Mm -hmm. The demon will change his mind about Theo Okay If you spend four scatter Mm -hmm. The demon will reconsider his plans as a whole Okay
4: Okay I think Penelope is going to dump as much scatter as she can Let's make it even six scatter just to be extra like Six wasn't on the table (laughs) I said two or four
1: (laughs) You cannot stop Penelope
4: Okay Penelope takes the four scatter and um, tries her best to be her most encouraging self to her new friend.
0: The demon turns away from Theo and seems to be listening to your story. You tell the entire story? Yep. I think, yeah. Including the part at the very end? Oh, with the dragon. No. With the conversation at the festival.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen or almost queen is like, I'm not sure if I'm ready to rule. And I'm like, hey, take your time. Learn who you are. Yeah, yeah, I tell that. I tell everything. Okay. The demon turns away from
0: Theo and he smiles. He has those peculiar glowing teeth in a dark, pitch black mouth. And he reaches out a long, thin hand and he kind of ruffles Penelope's hair. He says,
5: I perhaps have misjudged you have dissuaded a would-be queen is no small task. She
4: she asked me my opinion, and I just told her to follow, you know, learn who she was.
0: The party notices that there is now a black streak in Penelope's hair. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and the Duke turns to look at Theo and says, Well, now you see
2: I've raised the stakes a little. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Theo says nothing, just stares. And if
5: she is in fact hot on your heels, I expect. Any stretches? You will have some explaining to do. Hmm? Maybe someone who has some pull with the Ambassador can convince her to make some exceptions. It would be best for everyone's sake at this point, right? And he waves, and he turns,
0: and with the snakes all following behind him in a crowd, he walks back into the forest.
4: Penelope shrugs back at everyone. What was, what was that about?
2: Shit.
3: Tissa, doing her best to be diplomatic, says, uh, Red, um, you have to camp tonight.
2: Oh. You, you can't let her go back to the town. You can't go back to the town.
4: Oh, 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 I, okay, um,
2: okay. For your sake, at this point,
4: shh, I, I see, all right. Uh, Do you feel okay? Because you look real rough right now. I, I do? I, oh, hmm, does Penelope notice anything, does she feel different? Penelope feels a little bit warm. Um, I mean... I guess I maybe chose too heavy of a jacket. She kinda starts shrugging it off and Red r- You're
3: you're you're tripping. dripping. Dripping?
1: Uh, oh dear. You've got a new uh hair color going on there.
4: Huh. Huh. She kinda pulls her hair forward and starts looking and Oh. Oh dear. Uh I I, I see, um, uh, uh, finally connects the black of the other lesser daemons and the black that has invaded her self. And, uh, well, yeah, I guess the town is out of question. Oh, shit. Um,
2: and Theo looks down the path they came from. Does he see the light from the ambassador?
0: Uh, no, he does not. Um He can still see her kind of wandering the hills. She's a ways off.
2: Okay. I need to go back to the monastery. I need to tell someone.
4: Penelope's eyeing her blade as it, can I just cut out this lock of hair? <laughs> she knows it won't work, but... <laughs> you can't solve all your problems with haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> she side-eyes it like, uh, okay now. Goes deeper than the hair. But maybe. But no, but maybe.
0: (laughs) But maybe. But no. But maybe.
1: (laughs) Looks like we're going to have to uh, be quick about our business here.
3: Mm, uh, And Tissa grips at her spear super tightly. Her stance shifts and doesn't say anything.
0: And... In the distance, you can hear the howling of the ambassador's ghost hounds. And you know she hunts these hills. For any sign of corruption. Uh. Oh, goodness, it feels like memory time, doesn't it?
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it
0: does. (laughs) I think this is where I'm calling it. So my question for everybody, what are your memories? Feed them to me. I need them to live.
1: Uh, I like how Cobb specifically said, Penelope, don't talk to the noble demon. And that is exactly what she did.
4: Oh, yeah, you did say that. (laughs) And I, I was, and I was like, if you
0: keep the edge successes, you're going to be the one who encounters this. And Curson's like, yeah, okay.
4: I talked to the noble demon twice.
1: I think it was at that point I realized, yup.
4: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Penelope met a new friend. That was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Penelope made a new friend. Penelope likes friends.
3: I'm... I know that you didn't do this intentionally, Dylan, but I am enjoying the way that Tissa and Theo are kind of mirrors or foils for each other to some degree.
2: Yes, I do think that is very neat. I've been enjoying that as well. Uh, oh, is that, is it my turn? If you want it to be. Yeah, uh. I like that now I have to think about how Theo deals with guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Full
0: disclosure, Theo was going to be my target from day one. From Uh moment one, Theo was going to be my target. But then Nick kept all those edge successes and Kirsten kept all those edge successes. (laughs) And then Kirsten said, no, we're just visitors. Like, we don't know nobody. And the demon's like, oh, you got nothing to offer me. So then Theo was my target again. (laughs)
2: <laughs> God, what a nightmare. I was just like watching that that roller coaster unfold just like from Theo's perspective. Yes. Like, oh, all I have to do is bluff a little bit and wait. And then everything started going very wrong very fast. And Theo was just like, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oops.
4: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what Penelope do. Penelope is great with uh, Noble Demons. Yeah. I mean...
2: It's not even necessarily Penelope's fault because it's unfortunate having, I'll I'll cop to it, Theo is a bit too proud (laughs) for his own good. Some mistakes may have been made.
0: (laughs) Mistakes may have been made, but don't worry, listener, we're going to be back next week and hopefully we can unravel some of these mistakes and fix up our Penelope nice and everything's going to be hunky-dory.
4: Unravel these mistakes like a fire snake on a noble demon's cape.
1: Or at yeah. the very least, we'll get in and get out very quickly and Penelope will have a new cool hairdo to show off to everybody. Oh,
4: oh I'm sure there's no <laughs> other effects to this at all other than I just have a, a streak in my hair now. It's, <laughs> it's fine.
0: It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, listener, don't worry about it. If you're worried about it and you want to express that to us, you can express it on Twitter at PeachGardenRPGs or on our website, PeachGardenGames.com. There's a little form you can fill out to express your concerns. You can also tattle on us to our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. You can.
3: You can tell Brian from the Room Where It Happened podcast that um, we're just like making you
4: very, very concerned.
0: Tell Bappy from the Eternity Archives that we stressed you out.
4: Mm-hmm. But I hope not too stressed. We <laughs> things will be fine. <laughs> things are gonna be A okay.
0: We'll catch you next time, listener. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.
3: Have you ever wanted a podcast that tackles the hard questions? Like why do wizards wear those pointy hats? Is it morally okay to burn your name into a table? Is there a difference between dead and never waking up? Well, if you've ever wanted to know the answers to any of these questions, then I have a podcast for you. We are Goblets and Gays, a bi-weekly Pathfinder 2E podcast. Join our cast of an angsty barbarian, a pyromaniac goblin, a girl whose family loved astrology a little too much, a cultist, and a hot topic reject as they journey to a lost city and try to keep a twink alive. Follow us all on your social media at Goblets and Gays. Join our Discord as well, and we hope to see you out there. Goodbye.